You're listening to Balanced Broads with your host, Erica and Sage. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Broads. Hello, Broads. I hope you guys are all doing well, and uh, like I said, staying sane. I know it's we're still in crazy times. Um, we are bringing you the best content each week, more guests, so many topics, so many things, and we have another guest this week, and that is um, Christiana Yebra. Um, she will do, obviously, like last week, do a way better job of explaining herself um, more than I will, but she created a dating app. And if you guys know anything about Erica and I, we both have connections, um, in that aspect of dating. And she, uh, she created a dating app all on her own. So we are going to be speaking to her about how she created the app, the stigma around online dating and all things, um, in that aspect. So if that's something that you guys are interested in, then you will definitely want to keep listening. But while we wait for her, like we always do, I would love to talk about your week. How was yours? Was it exciting? It was so exciting, Sage. I did so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did. Um, really, I just watched some good movies that I wanted to talk about. I watched Misery last night, like the classic Stephen King horror movie. Oh, I've seen so good. I've seen like bits and pieces, but I've never actually seen it. And it was really good. I'm surprised. Yeah. I love Kathy Bates. Um, yeah. She's amazing. It was a really good movie. And then I watched, oh, I watched um, The Lovebirds on Netflix. Really funny. Okay. I don't think I've ever even heard of that. It just went up, but it was a movie that was released in theaters. And it's with Issa Rae and um, Kumal. I don't know how to say his last name, but it's really funny. It's called Lovebirds, but it's not like really a rom-com. It's really funny. Okay, I will. I would highly recommend. Okay, I'll definitely tune in. Oh, I watched. Um, I watched the wrong Missy. Oh yes, we watched that too. Did you like it? I thought it was really funny. It was. It was like really typical Adam Sandler funny. Yeah, yeah. and and I'm usually not like the biggest fan of Happy Madison movies, but. I gave it a shot because I love David Spade, so I was like, okay, and it was actually way funnier than I thought it was going to be, but I watched it with Cole and my parents, so there was definitely some parts that were really uncomfortable, but um, (laughs) for the most part, it was really funny. That whole movie is, like, pretty uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't watch that with my parents. I had no idea. I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but I probably should have known better. By Adam Sandler, I'm sure, yeah. Definitely. Um, But other than that, I mean, you guys know we're not doing anything too, too crazy. Um, We are going to now go ahead and bring in our guest. So we will be right back with that. Make sure you stay tuned. Alrighty, you guys, we are back with our guest and um, we have Christiana Yebra. Did I pronounce that right? <laughs> I don't know that anyone's ever done it 100% perfectly the first time. That was spot on. Oh my gosh, yay. I'm so wow. proud. <laughs> um I yeah I was I always say like Christian like I was typing it wrong and I was like no there's the a in there it's Christiana. <laughs> yeah it's easy to think it's Christina but uh, my parents decided to make life harder to my 
throwing in an extra letter. So here we are. But that was perfect. I'm super impressed. Oh, thank you. I know it's growing up with I, I know the difficulties growing up with a weird name having the name Sage. Everyone was like, Jade Page, like, what is this name? So I definitely understand what it's like growing up with that. <laughs> um, but we have we're so excited to have you on. Um, you are part of the founding team for the dating app Vouch. So I would love for you to kind of talk about that, um, what it is, how you got started, how it got started, um, and just kind of exactly what you do. Yeah, well, um, I've done quite a bit in the startup world. I think that's the only really realm of things I've ever felt super comfortable in. I, I think I would make a terrible employee. I don't know that I could ever go the corporate world. It's what I always joke. But um, I've had a really interesting journey and then came across the team that was working on building and launching Vouch. And I think the missing part of it was a female voice. So um, I got my kind of jump start into business and actually in the healthcare space. And I built and sold company really early in that stage of things and it really just shoved me right into the business world and so um, several different situations several companies later um, I met the vouch team and something that has always come up in my realm of just friends and the network that I have is like first people are concerned about professional you know networking how they're gonna advance their careers and like the second very close to the professional career is how do I find someone to marry or how do I find a serious relationship so joining the vouch team was was an easy decision to, to be part of something that was talking to what a lot of my friends were concerned about which was online dating yeah I know on, online dating has like a very weird like stigma around it sometimes too and um which is something that I think is getting better you know with our generation and people are a lot more open to it than I think they were and I think that's amazing that you brought in that female voice because I do not know how a dating app would go with all um with an all-male team <laughs> yeah and that that was really my first question there's a I have this really funny story about how I even got introduced to the team and it was on on LinkedIn and they had initially made this post which I would find out later through my friends who work for HR like I don't think that was 100% legal but uh <laughs> made a post asking for, um, you know, they were going to launch and, and raise money around Vouch and they were looking for like a young, and I'm not, I'm not making this up, like a young female CEO is what the post said. <laughs> I, because I thought, oh my gosh, you can't say that. Like you get so many rules around, you know, including gender, race, age um, in, a, in a job listing. And um, they really, the goal of that wasn't, you know, because they were trying to discriminate. It was more they were trying to be inclusive of someone who was young, of maybe a minority voice or a female voice. And um, I managed to encapsulate all of that. So uh, it, it was really interesting, but I kind of called BS the first time I met the team was you've got a bunch of white males who've never experienced harassment on a dating app what business do you guys have creating a dating app that's focused on safety and authenticity exactly uh, i asked them some tough questions and they had the best the best response to it, a really genuine response to it um which i'm sure we'll get into later but um it was really important to me to make sure that it wasn't just a bunch of hooligans uh, putting together a great idea with no mission behind it or no you know true cause or issue they were trying to solve and um they, they checked all those boxes for me. So I, I swiped right on the job, if you will. <laughs> That's we so love that. I mean, a female voice is so important for a dating app. And we really love the idea of Vouch. I mean, Sage and I both met our significant others on dating apps. I think, was it the same one, Sage? I'm not sure. Which no. We met Cole. We, um, no, we, I think we met on separate dating apps. We met on Hinge. I know that. 
Okay. I met my boyfriend on Tinder. So it's always like, I feel like back then it was very, you didn't really mention, you know, that you met your actual boyfriend on Tinder or Hinge. It's more like type of hookup apps. So Mm -hmm. we really like the idea behind Vouch. Could you kind of explain it a bit more? Yeah, um, we knew that there were already, you know, dating apps that existed. And this is a noisy space. There's a lot of, you know, Tinder's huge. I think it every year is the highest grossing app on the app store year over year. Um, they actually, I'm, I'm based in Dallas, Texas. And uh, if I look out my high rise, I can kind of almost see up to match.com who owns Tinder <laughs> and Hinge actually. So um, they own a lot of the big dating platforms. So we knew it was a, it was a hectic space. And uh, what the founding team recognized were a couple of gaps that, you know, they wanted to create something that would fill those gaps. And one of those big things, especially for women, is safety. Um, You don't know who you're swiping with. You don't know, um, do they have the best intentions? Uh, Right now, the way I kind of compare, you know, what current dating profiles are versus, you know, what Vouch is doing current dating profiles are a too good to be true resume with no references, right? Like, can you imagine you guys were hiring somebody and their picture was perfect. They're, you know, they went to the best school, perfect grades. They had all this amazing experience, but they don't list any references. And you're like, well, how do I know that this guy's legit or this girl's legit? Um, And that's what a dating profile is, right? You create your own picture, your own bio, you make up your own, you don't make up, but some people do your own age, you know, you're, you're basically a too good to be true resume that can't be backed up by people. And um, what vouch does is it's that reference element. It's that who's vouching for you. And so much like the profiles of Hinge and, and Tinder, you get to fill out your own, you know, to an extent, it's your picture, your age. And then it's got this bottom level where it's your vouchers talking about you or your references. And it's people that love and care about you. So much like when you're applying for a job, you're not going to pick the manager that fired you at Outback Steakhouse when you're 17 years old, you know, to be your job reference. You're going to find who maybe you got to learn from in a leadership position, or maybe you had management opportunities and, or you learned a great lesson and they can speak about who you are and who, you you know, not only what your skills are, but what, how you fit into company culture. I think that's like a huge thing in jobs now. Why are we asking less questions about that with people that we're getting into relationships with? I want to know what you're like. I want to know, you know, are you fun to travel with? Are you a control freak? Are you goofy? Do you have friends rooting you on? And, you know, having vouchers unlocks this layer, which I kind of refer to as kind of the social verification. Um, You know, the blue check, how important that freaking blue check is to people on Instagram and Twitter? Yes. Decided by an algorithm. That's not decided by a person. That's not decided by your friends. It's decided by some sort of system that's saying, yes, this person's legit. There is no verification, I think, in the dating world that's backed by real people. And, you know, it's. I think the success of Hinge initially was based on this mutual friend side of things. Like, it was so fun to see, like, oh, this I have a connection to this person. Same thing with Tinder. When they started implementing those things, it was like, oh, you've got one more degree of authenticity, or you hope that you have some insight into who someone is. And so that's what, make vouch- what makes Vouch different. And um, so we include vouchers, so anybody can join Vouch. So you guys could vouch for me if you wanted, even though you're in relationships. And... <laughs> very distinct side of the platform. So you're not there to date. You never show up. Like your profiles would never show up in the dating pool. You're just there to vouch for a friend. And then a secondary feature is you can actually swipe for matches for me. So like, let's say 
Um, I'm here in Dallas. Where are you guys located? Actually, I have no clue. We're Cal- in Orange, Orange County. Yeah, Orange County, California. Uh, so even though you're in California, if you were to vouch for me, maybe we'll do this later so you can test it out for me. Yeah. Uh, you can actually swipe through matches for people here in Dallas. So you almost kind of like clone my profile. And the goal of, or the point of that was to let your friends swipe on matches for you that don't automatically open up a, you know, we're not doing arranged marriages. Somebody asked me that the other day. I was like, oh my God, am I going to be forced into a conversation? Absolutely not. Um, More so, it puts those matches to the top of my stack of, you know, potential matches to swipe through. And the intention behind that was, we don't want, I don't want you on a dating app forever. I want you to find success and then get off of it. But, you know, meaning, like, do you get into a serious relationship? Do you find somebody that you want to spend time with? So hopefully you can swipe for less amount of time on matches that are meaningful and that your friends are already looking out for you, for, you know, with. And they, they've swiped right on that person. Um, and then I think another benefit of that, I've gotten the feedback that, um, my friends that I vouch for have swiped right on someone they just kind of normally would have passed up and maybe that's looks maybe it's age but because I vouched for them and said hey this person's great you should check them out they took a second look and I think that I I love that part of it you know maybe somebody you would have normally swiped right on um or swiped left on that you you swipe right because you kind of see that that mutual friend or that voucher that's vouching for them so to to recap it's you know if linkedin recommendations meets bumble we're going for a more authentic um more serious relationship vibe than some of the i don't i don't think tinder is a hookup app anymore i don't think of it the same way as i think it's has gotten a reputation for that my little sister is getting married to someone she met on tinder four years ago so that's amazing Real relationships come out of it. Um, We're just trying to shift more into the people who've used these other platforms. um, Maybe they've been burned. Maybe they've been scammed, which is a huge thing. And um, maybe they're looking for, you know, time to settle down. Less casual, more long term. And uh, that's how we've kind of set the bar for for Vouch. We we recognize that there are other dating apps out there. If you want to do, you know, I don't want to say scandalous. That sounds weird. If you want to go out and scam somebody or catfish somebody um, or be in a relationship and use a dating app, you know, to find another relationship, Vouch is not that platform. That's not that platform for that because we require vouchers to be involved. And um, yeah, so it's this whole idea. Like if you, you know, if I was visiting, I actually used to uh, work in an, um, San Clemente. So I used to visit Southern California all of the time, but I don't know much about that area. And I'm the first person to go look up reviews of a of a new brunch spot or a smoothie bowl place. And if I saw a place that had zero reviews, I'm not going there. I have no clue what to expect. Um, right? Like you, yeah. people more research on brunch spots or hotels that they're going to stay out before somebody they're going to potentially get into bed with. And I think that's crazy that we're not asking for more uh, validation of what someone is or something. You know what something is or what to expect. And 100%. so. The founding team, I think, started this to be a little bit even kind of a social environment, more of a social networking type of tool. But when I looked at what my friends were worried about when using dating apps and they've used them all is, you know, am I going to get scammed? Could I potentially have a dangerous experience? And what can I do to limit those things? What can I know about someone ahead of time that might ease those concerns? And voucher addresses all those things. And so it just made it just made perfect sense. I'm such a big advocate for um you know, safety of both both men and women, but of course, I female. I I'm I was joking like a kidnappable size person. I'm like five three, but like a fourteen year old. And so, if I'm gonna, be, I'm not 
off of a website or even LinkedIn or a dating app, I, I want to know what to expect. I want to know that I'm going to have the safest experience. And um, so I just felt that really personally. And so joining the Vouch team just, just made sense for me. Yeah, of course. I think that this idea behind Vouch is so innovative because I know from personal experience, when I met my boyfriend on Tinder, you, you never know, like it could totally be a catfish. Someone could just make up this profile. It sounds great cute pictures so you just swipe but when I like actually started to talk to him I went to my friends and I went to my family and sent you know his bio his pictures and I was like what do you think like is this someone I should be with and you know family and friend input is so important so I think that that's a really cool idea for vouch yeah, we and we, you know, dating should be social, right? I think that it, it can become really isolating. When Tinder first came out, um, I'm 28. Tinder came out right at the peak of like, I'm just getting out of college. I'd been in a serious relationship all through college. Tinder comes out. My girlfriend that I lived with at the time, we were like, what the hell is this? What do you mean we don't have to go out to the sh- crazy bars here in Dallas to meet people? We can use this app. And we swipe with no intention at all. Like we just swipe forever because we'd never mm-hmm. seen anything like this. It was very, at the time, I'm kind of even hesitant to say the word viral anymore because of everything that's going on, but it took on really fast and, um, and it was fascinating to us, but it was also very lonely. Like you could swipe endlessly and never talk to your friends about it. We lived in the same house. So it was very easy for us to be social about who we might want to meet up with. But I can imagine it being a social, you know, a socially isolating thing. So I love that you're, t- you're spot on, like having your friends and family's opinion. I think that should feel a lot more natural for us. And, um, you know, the goal is that they hopefully meet your friends and family eventually. So hiding your dating life from, from the people that matter to you most, I think, you know, ultimately you're going to want to introduce somebody that's great to them. And so including them in that process has been, has been really fun to learn what people think about it. Some people are like totally against it. They're like, no way. I don't want anyone to know what I'm up to. And that just makes me question like, well then, you know, why are you out to, you know, with bad intentions or maybe no intention at all. And I think that's really what it's all come down to is, is intention on these platforms. And I could set the bar however high I want for vouch, but ultimately it's up to my users to be on there for the right reasons. Yeah. And I think the number one, like the number one thing that I was so, the reason I was so hesitant about, you know, starting that online dating was, was my safety. And, and you guys are so, um, you know, focused on making sure that you're, you're in a safe environment and that the person that you're talking to is actually the person that you're talking to. And I know for me, I was, I would get so freaked out. I was, I was, I was not comfortable meeting anyone or luckily the first person I ever like actually met in person on the app is the person that I'm with now. So (laughs) it worked out for me, but I know, yeah. Well, you're one of the lucky. I've got friends who've just been, I mean, they've gone through the craziest. That's, I mean, what a story. I love that. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, it was, our situation was definitely a little bit weird because um, he was actually visiting. He's from um, Fort Worth, Texas, and he was visiting Orange County to visit family when he downloaded the app. And when he moved back, he for or when he went back, he forgot to change his location back. So we met and he was still in Texas. <laughs> well, yeah. That's not too far from me. Um, that's 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 really cool. I you know, and that's that's really all dating apps are like. We're not in any app that like you know swears that they're going to be the the one that finds you the best match based on compatibility. Like I think that's all bullshit. I think it's all a numbers game. And dating apps are truly an introduction tool. You know, yeah. like 
like LinkedIn, like, you know, wh- which group do we, I think we met online, right? You, we, the group, the three of us, we met online. Yeah. That's very normal. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave us, you know, by being part of some of these online Facebook groups or whatever, you know, platforms, LinkedIn, all that's doing is giving us access to people that we just normally don't brush shoulders with. I mean, as much as I would have loved to have met you guys when I was hanging out in Laguna working, that's probably not possible. So we use these social you know, platforms and these mechanisms to meet virtually and real relationships come out of them. I hope we stay in touch. I hope this is something that like becomes a friendship because I think that's so important to people. And so online dating's is is just that you know it's a it's an introduction tool it's up to you and your fort worth boyfriend to make it work and have the right intentions yeah Uh, and and dating apps just play the the part of introducing you and and you shouldn't have to question your safety i uh i did a a an article it's actually really funny i went to high school in a very interesting part of texas and not a lot of success comes out of it and um i was reached out to by the newspaper that uh that it was in the hometown that I grew up in and the uh, editor who was writing the piece said, well, I'm, you know, I'm in my forties and I'm recently divorced. I'm afraid to use dating apps. I'm afraid to use dating websites. I don't think I'm smart enough to figure out if someone's going to scam me. Like that was her first concern. It was not that she wasn't going to find success. So she's like, I don't know if I have the skills to identify who might be scamming me. In my head, I'm like, oh my God, you shouldn't have to worry about that enjoy that and you know maybe not swipe i don't know if she's going to be on tinder or what she's want to use but i don't want that to be her first concern is you know i don't know how to find a scam if there's going to be one i just want her to be able to enjoy it so it it stood out to me that it's not unique to any one age group i think we all deserve a safe place to date and that's why i love vouch so much yeah, I think it's it, it sounds like such an amazing platform for friends and family and, and anyone who's looking to, um, you know, get into the dating, you know, the online dating game. And I um, I also want to talk about uh, one of your co-founders that, um, you know, was part of the team, was part of the Vouch team, and that's Sean Lowe. And if um, any of you guys don't know who Sean Lowe is, he was actually The Bachelor back in 2013. So that's someone that um, we obviously all know, and I would love to kind of hear about how he became, you know, a part of that team and how it was, you know, having him kind of, I was going to say vouch for vouch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I use vouch so much uh, now. Sean, so his season, which is so funny, to look back. I mean, I watched him get married on live TV and engaged, you know, on the show. Yeah. That, you know, to watch him and Catherine, um, you know, in real life and watch them interact. It's, it's a testament to, again, it just goes back to intention. Like the bachelor's known as being like this cheesy, scandalous, totally made up show. And yet you've got a real relationship here with Sean and Catherine and they've got three beautiful babies, which if you've ever been like skeptical of how genetics work, look at their children. They're like the perfect hybrid of the two of them. It is, first of all, they're all beautiful and so cute, but oh my gosh, Sean has the most powerful genes. Um, those babies all turned out blonde and like light hair. Uh, I know, they're so beautiful. They have like the perfect mix of both of them. And I remember wa- even watching back then and thinking like, wow, this is one of the only genuine, rela- like genuine genuine relationships that I've really seen come out of it I know more have definitely but I still always go back to Sean and Catherine as as remembering them as one of like the most genuine couples that came from that show yeah and and to be honest up until maybe recently they were Sean was the only bachelor at the time 
that had actually married the girl that he had proposed to on the show. Like so many of them had proposed and nothing came of it or they broke up before the show even aired and all that scandal. And I, I mean, I watched religiously until there was a season where, what was his name? Oh, it was Emily and Brad. They broke my heart. Um, but Sean, I think Sean was right after that or around there. And um, yeah, he was one of the only, you know, sh and, and the thing was unique about him is he was always very vocal about his faith, which they gave him so much crap for because he was like the virgin bachelor and they gave him so much flack for that. And, but it made him really likable. It built a brand around being authentic and genuine on TV. Mm -hmm. Was a big deal, you know. You could very easily, you know, fall victim to having the pressure of knowing that a million, you know, plus people are watching. I think it's several million people a night watching you. Um, he just never did. So when the Vouch team, the founders were kind of putting this thought process together, they thought, well, we need some insight from somebody who's, you know, we kind of give Sean a hard time. Like he's brilliant and handsome and has a successful company, you know, previous to other companies. And he had such a hard time dating. He had to go do it on national TV. So <laughs> you know, trying to understand why someone who has all these, you know, strengths and what makes them great, why did he have to go on a show? And it all went back to this authenticity piece. And you see that in the show and you see that hit at him and, you know, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but he's hilarious on Twitter. Yeah. Um, part of his brand is let me be myself. If people don't like it, that's fine. You can change the channel or unfollow me. Um, but I'm going to stay true to who I am. And so when the Vouch team was kind of building what that might look like, Sean is one of the best friends of the one of the founders. And he bought in so much to the idea because even though he was on a show, his friends and family helped him make decisions. And um, he relied so heavily on what people thought of, of his relationships to, to kind of guide him. Yeah. And uh, it's been so fun. I don't know if you've seen our commercial we have with him, but it's hysterical. And he's just he's just a really good sport with all the crazy stuff we put. He is really so funny. I was looking before this at his Instagram because I, I followed him, but I've missed some of his posts that he's posted about Vouch mm -hmm. and didn't know he was connected until, you know, we set up this interview. So I was really interested to see like how he networked that app for everyone, because, of course, you know, he's such a big person in the bachelor world um but he definitely brings you know his own side coming from that bachelor world coming from reality tv and i wanted to speak on like a bit more of your side because we did mention in the beginning how you came onto the team and you said it was like kind of like you know some hr problems with like looking for a young you know female to join the team and i was wondering um if you could explain some of like the challenges that you've experienced in the in the business world, especially when it comes to technology and dating apps and things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I've experienced a lot of, I mean, there's a couple of things. There's the beauty of being able to be young and to join a young startup and to get recognized for that. And I've done that now in several, in several startups, but the same challenges still exist. Um, you know, as much work as there has been in diversifying venture capital for women and women-led and women-owned businesses, it's still a freaking small fraction of the money that's given to companies goes to women in business, especially women in tech. And an even smaller side of that percentage is women, minority women in technology. It's like a very small little baby bucket of money yeah. that 
So I knew that this was going to be a difficult place. I knew that, you know, not only is dating a very saturated market, I, I, it actually, it really isn't. It is, but it isn't. There are a lot of solutions, but there's still a lot of single people and there will continue to be single people for the rest of time. Um, but, you know, to know that we have, have some big players here in Dallas um, and then know that knowing that there's a fraction of this money that's allocated for women like me, particularly, I have to commend the team for saying, we're going to take a shot on this girl. We're going to take a shot on somebody who's pretty young. We know that X amount of, you know, there's a small percentage of money dedicated to, you know, somebody that looks and sounds like her. Um, But we're going to give her a shot anyway, because we can't, you know, we want to think of somebody who's great to to represent this. So I knew it was going to be an uphill battle. Um, And, it's been well received by many and that's that's been really fun um the larger challenges that i've run into and this is again like i said in and out of vouch is just showing that you're willing to roll up your sleeves and do the work and if you don't have 20 years of experience leading a company how are you going to make up for that how are you going to learn how are you going to be agile i don't have an mba my background's actually in healthcare so i have a biology and chemistry degree um I've built and sold several companies and that's really all I had on my resume. If you look at my LinkedIn and I've done this before where I've been on podcasts where I'm like, seriously, if you look at my LinkedIn, it is the weirdest story of getting to where I'm at. But I think it's a testament to you just can't show hustle on paper and you can't even really show hustle on LinkedIn. You've got to go out there and show people who you are and what you stand for. And I think the success that I've been able to have to overcome some of the challenges is just show kind of the opposite side of it like hi yes i'm young but i'm also up to speed on the current trends i know how to speak to young people i am a young person i've experienced these things i've grown up with technology kind of show the 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 flip side of that and um and that's been the i think that's the best way to look at it for anybody who's in business if you know you're running up against some bad stats that don't work into your favor that you have to find the strength in and what you can what you can offer um, and then finding the right people to align with. And, and that was a key thing is if it wasn't this Vouch team, if it wasn't the people behind this and they didn't have that that response to that kind of HR message that got posted, if they didn't back that up with why they wanted to do this and why they wanted a female voice with a really authentic reason, there's no way I would have taken the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's such a sensitive time to... Um, uh, to to pay attention to the female voice and um, there's just, you know I could talk all day about some of the hurdles but I, I really have to shed light on the investors and the teams and the leaders who are willing to invest in young people and willing to invest in helping people grow and giving opportunity and and that's something I've had to focus on is yes there's plenty of people who are going to close doors and not see beyond um, a demographic maybe or experience but then there's going to be a whole other room of people willing to open up their arms and, and bring you in and and leverage your voice and um, that's been you know I know it's not the same for everybody but I feel like I've been really lucky to align myself with the right people and the right the right teams but I can't even tell you how like inspiring that is to hear like honestly it's so um, it can be it can be a hard you know it can be a hard world out there for a woman you know trying to to make their way through business and um, a very you know there's more way more men out there than that are operating these businesses and a lot of them are so closed off to the idea of like a female voice and I think it makes the 
the whole everything around the vouch app so much better because we know that the the founders they may be it may be a lot of men but they're so open to um a female's voice and having a female in power and having um you know stuff like that it's so it's it's really great to hear that 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 stuff really is out there and i think um it's just getting better and i want to hope that <laughs> but it's so great to hear your story and know that um it really is out there yeah i think you know like i said there i could talk all day about the challenges that exist but i think it's better and more effective to talk about the fact that there are initiatives and things pushing for success, you know, helping people be successful. And whether you're launching a podcast or you're just trying to advance in your career at, I don't know, Subway, there mm -hmm. should be resources and and um, opportunities and maybe training and platforms that can help people progress. Otherwise, we're just going to perpetuate the same issues that exist. And um, I think that's been my favorite part of this whole journey is, yes, I'm, I'm so proud of what Vouch has to offer. But I hope that someone looks at that and the success of um, some of our leaders and, and people, women in tech, and see that there is, there is room for all of us and um, to find those right teams. And that's, it's been one of the most fun. Um, other than hearing all the dating horror stories that I get to hear, I think the, most, the second most fun part of it is to be able to tell that story and, and show people that there's, there's opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is out there. And it also is, I hope, you know, if there's anyone out there that's listening that isn't getting that same experience at their job or at their interviews or, you know, what they're, they're going through is not at all what, what you, we've all, you know, been lucky enough to deal with. I, I hope it gives them that extra, you know, push to stand up for themselves and not, and not take that and not be okay with it and, and advance in their, in their dreams and their career and, and not let anyone hold them down. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think you're, you're spot on. I, there's a lot of um, opportunity and um, especially in the startup world, I can't, I can't, like I said, I would be a terrible employee. I, I live downtown in, in Dallas. I can literally see AT&T's headquarters um, outside of my window and I can't speak about what big corporations are doing, but I really love to see what the startup community does to rally behind new tech, new teams. Um, Dallas specifically has been great. Um, I've worked all over the country, but I choose to call Texas home. Um, and it's for, it's for those reasons. I've seen, I've just had such a positive experience here. Well, that makes my heart very happy. And I, I think um, something that I, I kind of want to end with is I, I'm very curious what your, um, what do you think? How do you think dating life is right now with quarantine? How do you think people should kind of like go about this I know luckily with online dating you're not having to go and in person necessarily but building those strong foundations during quarantine and meeting someone online during quarantine do you have any advice or how do you I mean it's, it's I know it's so weird right now <laughs> it really could not be weirder um but that's you know I think of it the same way um, as I'm thinking about making connections like the way we're chatting and, and meeting virtually is it's only ever going to work if we just remain authentic to who we are, which I know is such a buzzword and everyone's like authenticity this, authenticity that. But but seriously, I mean, why represent yourself in a different way than what someone might experience with you face to face? Mm -hmm. And when it comes to dating, that's what I've told our daters, you know, we're seeing this increase in video chatting and FaceTime dates. And I had someone emailed me to tell me that a guy sent her $20, a $20 gift card for wine and then said, call me once you get the wine. And so we could have a date, you know, <laughs> like, 
like, oh, who's that guy? Send him, you know, tell him to send me $20. Uh, oh, that's so cute. What a, you know, and that was so sweet. Like, they're getting creative with it. Um, I see two sides of this. I see an opportunity to get to know someone more without the pressure of meeting up. Um, Texas is actually opening up really quickly. And so um, I'm still telling people, you know, just because the bars are opening and restaurants are opening, just know that the virtual side of this is still going to be able to play a really positive part. And part of that is kind of like the screening process. You really don't get to know somebody. Um, you don't really get to know them super well until you meet up. You know, why wait until then to, to get to know who someone is? So doing these FaceTime dates, one of my girlfriends was like, this is my screening opportunity before I waste a good haircut or, you know, a good hairdo and wear heels for seven hours. I want to chat with this person via FaceTime. If there's chemistry virtually, then I definitely know there's going to be chemistry in real life, you know, because that's already kind of a complicated, you know, mechanism to chat with somebody. Um, if they have that chemistry there, then then I think they could you know, have that offline as well. And then the second, you know, second part of it is, is like, it's kind of low risk right now. You could chat with a ton of people and then narrow it down to a couple of great people and then, you know, narrow that down even further and get to know, you know, have time to, you know, chat with someone and get to understand who they are and what they're about. And, you know, like I said, before you go spend money, I think people are going to be really hesitant about cost, especially, I know, you know, I have a lot of friends who were, furloughed or laid off entirely and as much as they still want to connect with people they don't have the same forty dollars to spend on a date or however much that seems pretty low i know people spend a lot of money on dates a hundred dollars on a date you know they're being sensitive to cost so could they still make meaningful connections using kind of the virtual side of it and then lastly i'll add that maybe people's criteria is going to change a little bit i we joked we did this social post the other day where it was like needing to add the, you know, how good are you at cutting hair or layering hair to like, is like, that's gonna, what are we gonna, you know, what's gonna be more important to us? Is it like your cooking skills versus how tall you are? Is that, you know, what so true to pay attention to? And I, I've been, I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh my God, you're absolutely right. <laughs> how good are they at cutting hair? Do you have the same Netflix preferences? And so, are, you know, are people gonna be more interested in meeting someone who's, you know, legit, that's got really good skills and that are important to them? Um, I'm gonna be very curious. I wish I could tell the future, but I do know that um, dating isn't gonna go away. Online dating isn't go going to go away. And much like how, how retail changed where we, you know, before I would go to CVS or Kroger or, you know, whatever grocery store to go buy paper towels, but now Amazon can deliver them to me in less than two hours. Like there's going to be this new kind of form of convenience where online dating just continues to grow and we don't look back maybe to some of the old ways that we used to connect. And uh, so I'm excited to see what happens. I think people are going to have fun with it or I, I hope they do. Um, and then I hope I get to be the I get to ordain the first wedding from Vouch. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> I know. That'll be so exciting. I think people's priorities will definitely change. And <clears throat> I know from experience, um, having met met Cole when he was still in Texas, we, we didn't have the choice to see each other in person for the first um, six or seven weeks until he came and surprised me and flew out here. We didn't have any, you know, there was nothing. We were just building that complete connection through FaceTime and calls and text and staying up and talking. And I felt like we had such a strong foundation when we got to meet for the first time in person. It was so, it was so much more exciting. It was so like validating. And I just felt like we had this 
crazy connection just from building that online connection for, you know, six weeks before we were even able to see each other. I think that that's the best story. Like you, I'm going to have to call you back for a blog because (laughs) I want people to know that, that you could still create relationships and start to build that trust even over a distance. And then it's going to be so much cooler when you get to meet up and spend time together and, um, you know, I, it's kind of like the olden ways. I saw a meme that went around that was like, I'm waiting for someone to really court me and send messages by mail and write poems. And yeah. uh, that's how, you know, how dating is going to be now that we have the time for it. And I, I laughed at first and I thought, oh my, we really should. We should kind of go back a little bit in, in time and spend, spend, spend some time to get to know each other. Yeah, because it's definitely has, had become non-existent for a while, like being courted and having that you know, romance from a distance and because people are able to just, you know, get up and go and meet, you know, meet up with anybody at any time of day. So I definitely agree with that. Like it was, we built such a stronger connection through, through the way that we met. And I think that having, having apps and having uh, places to go like Vouch are, um, it's exciting. And I hope that tons of people go and listen. I mean, tons of people listen and go and download this app and really build these strong connections because um, you're in quarantine anyway. Now is the time. Now is the time to download these apps that you weren't sure about. And I think Vouch sounds like the best platform to go on. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thanks for vouching for us. That means a lot. Absolutely. Um, but I thank you so much for coming on. I mean, this has been so like sweet and inspiring and and I just I we really appreciate it yeah I I I love the opportunity to to kind of broadcast what it is we're doing but I even love I mean if anyone listens to this and says you know here's what I've experienced on a dating app and I hope that vouch addresses it I'm still the person that opens up all all our DMs on Instagram and I'm still responding the cool part about being part of a startup is if enough people kind of say hey, we're thinking about this or this is missing on a platform. That's something that I can add or I can think about. And if the data backs it up, we can make those changes. I can't say the same for really big companies. And so if you give us a shot and you've got thoughts, um, please let us know. We'd, we're, I'd love to listen and, and um, offer up feedback too. That's amazing. Well, speaking of that, let um, tell everyone where we can find you, where we can find Vouch, um, everything, you know, how we can get in contact and everything like that. Yeah, um, our website's a good spot to land. It'll give you some idea of what it means to vouch for somebody, and that's tryvouchapp.com. And we're uh, actually getting ready to push a show called Vouch From Your Couch. Um, and uh, so you'll see more info about that on the on the site where you can actually apply, or you can vouch for a friend that you think needs to, uh, to be nominated for the show. Um, so that's going to be really fun. So you can find our Instagram and everything there. And then personally, um, my handle is Christiana Yebra, and it's like Christian, but with an A at the end, and Zebra with a Y is the best way to describe it. Uh, And I post all the time about Vouch and my other ventures. So I look forward to connecting with uh, some of your listeners. Yay. Thank you so much, Christiana, for coming on. Um, It's been so great, and I hope all of our listeners um, go and check out Vouch, whether you're single or taken. You can find a person. You can vouch for somebody else, but definitely go um, check it out and check out Christiana. Thank you guys so much for listening. All 
right, you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening to that episode. I loved it. Like that was so freaking um, inspiring. And, and and if I say the word informational one more time, inform informative. That's it, right? Yes. What is wrong with me? I cannot say that word. Um, it was so informative and she was so cute and so sweet. And um, I feel like we learned so much and I just feel like a boss ass bitch now. Yeah. Our last few guests have made me feel so inspired. And especially with this one being so relatable since we both met our boyfriends on dating apps. It's really like, it's really cool to see where this industry is headed. Yeah. Like it's so, um, I, at first, I feel like we would be like, people would be embarrassed to say that they met their significant others on dating apps. But now that it, we've been with our boyfriends for like 5 million years, it's like, I don't give a shit. We could meet in the stupidest way. And I just don't even care because like we're, so, we're together. So um, I don't even care. I'm not like, it doesn't matter. And I will vouch for dating apps. No pun intended. I will vouch for dating apps um, all day long. It's so true. I think when I met Austin, I didn't tell my family for the longest time that he was from Tinder. Um, and his friends actually called me Tinder Bay because <laughs> they were so shocked that an actual relationship had come out of a dating app. So it's really cool to see how this is becoming more normalized and more, you know, accepted within society. And I just, I'm really into the idea of that. So am I. Um... We have another guest coming on next week. We are just like full of guests, you guys. Um, and then I think we'll have a little break from guests for a while because Eric and I miss our banter. So um, after next week, we will be taking a little bit of break, uh, a little bit of a break from guests. But I know you guys have really enjoyed listening to um, all of our guests that we've brought on. And it's been so nice for us to meet so many people. So um, I really appreciate you guys tuning in and supporting us and loving us and um, make sure you follow us on all our socials. Erica. That is my cue. Our Instagram is at balance broads pod. Twitter is at balance broads. Sage is at sage with two A's and I am at erica.kl. <laughs> sage is <laughs> watching me to make sure I say it all correctly. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. <laughs> I'm just making sure she's good. Um, just looking out for her. So make sure you follow us on all of our socials and um, keep a lookout for new content coming out and make sure to leave us a five-star review on the podcast app. We are, um, we love reading through them, reading through your DMs, message us if you need anything. We love you guys and you are appreciated and yeah. And yeah, thank you so much. We'll be back next week with another inspiring episode. Yep. All right, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>